Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Adam Nessim. And Adam, you are the founder and CEO of the Pre-Med Consultants. And uh, kind of the headline here, and I think a lot of uh, business owners are going to be really interested, is uh, I'm on your TikTok profile. You've got over 100,000 followers as of when we're recording this. And get this, over a million likes. So Adam, first off, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, Josh. Great. Thanks to be here. Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, first off, I guess, kind of give us the story of of where the pre-med consultants came from. And by the way, the website is thepremedconsultants.com. Yeah, it's a great question. So I'm, I just finished my third year medical school, actually. And before that, I was doing a lot of tutoring for the the MCAT exam, which is the test that you have to take to get into medical school. And I saw that a lot of pre-meds struggled in this area, but also throughout the entire process, because um, it, it's a long and hard process to become a doctor, get into medical school. Over, It's about 60% of students that apply every year don't get accepted. So more than half of the students applying are are actually not getting in. And so I saw that the industry was very fragmented in regards to the services that are provided to pre-med students, whether that's, um, you know, some services, you'll just get an MCAT course, but then there's also additional services where you have to pay for it to get help with the applications. And there's also not a lot of help for students that are just starting out, especially at the time when I started the pre-med consultants, I didn't really see anything in the market that helps younger students, freshmen and sophomore get on the right path. So one of the big issues that I saw is when students came to me three years later to prepare for this big exam, they really didn't have the right habits and study strategies in place then. That made it a lot more difficult to really help them uh, do what I would think would have been their best on the test. We, we, we had them improve their score a lot and we, the program I worked for, the company I worked for at the time was, was a good company, but I just felt like there was a, a need in this market that I wanted to fulfill myself and I was getting very much into entrepreneurship. And also once I started medical school, being an employee, like working part-time and then also studying for class, it just financially didn't seem to make sense for me. So I kind of took the risk. I'm going to try and solve this issue. And so I quit, started building up a brand uh, you kind of alluded to that a little bit with the TikTok yeah. and Instagram, and then um, really made a program where the goal is to be an all-inclusive advising program to help students throughout the entire process. So that's our unique take on it. Basically, you can be a freshman just starting out, and you're getting help from then until four to five years later when you get into medical school. So in the early days, how were you attracting um, students that you could help or prospective students that you could help? Sure. Yeah. So when I, when I left the company that I used to work for, I was like, well, now I have to figure out how to get my name out there. 
And at the time, the biggest thing was getting on Instagram. I don't even think TikTok was a thing yet. It might have still been called musically. <laughs> um, and that that was a little uh, the, the age demo of that was probably too young for me at the time. So I really started building a brand on Instagram. I learned how to make a website. So I made the website and I started really just hustling in terms of word of mouth, reaching out to people that I knew from like um, my connections in the space, considering I was already a medical student. Uh, But I actually would say, I think the first two to three clients I got was from just putting out a lot of quality content on Instagram and free advice. And then eventually students asking for more in-depth services. And so that's where I initially started. Um, and then since then, it's kind of snowballed into lots of different avenues of how we uh, get leads. And we have a much more systematized sales process at this point. Um, yeah. So um, when someone goes to the premedconsultants.com, um, is, what are the programs? What, what is your, I guess, your, your typical model or your, your, your funnel look like? Yeah. So we, re- we really only sell one I guess you would call it a high ticket program that is to help you throughout the entire process. So you're going to get, when you join help throughout all your classes, the MCAT exam, and a lot of uh, companies will just sell like an MCAT program. It's like Mm -hmm. an eight week, you know, pre-recorded course, or maybe a live online one where, you know, they're funneling students in and out and then they never see the students again. That's not what I wanted from our company. And I really liked the long-term relationships that I was able to have with students when I was mentoring them. And that's why I made it so that you're, we're with you the entire way. So that's the pretty much, if you go through like our funnel, you would call it the only service you can really get into is that program that helps you throughout the entire process. I've dabbled a little bit with like offering the a la carte stuff where it's like, Oh, I just want help with interviews or, Oh, I just want um, the MCAT part. But the problem that I saw is like, that's like me putting on a bandaid on something that needs a full solution. I can, I don't also want like the student to be like, Oh, well I paid him for editing my essay, but then I didn't get in what happened. Like there's so much that goes into this that I didn't feel comfortable only providing small like services rather than being able to fully mentor and help students throughout the whole process. So that's why we actually only offer that one product. And it kind of makes the sales process easier because everything is streamlined to sell that one high ticket product. Yeah. So are you, so are you in medical school? So you were in medical school or you are in medical school. (laughs) So yeah. So what's your relationship with medicine today? Yes. So I built the whole thing while in medical school. Uh, so if you want to make an excuse that you can't build a side business when you're, when you're (laughs) a nine to five, I think I, I counter that argument. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I just finished my third year of medical school. So I have one more year left, but I'm in a gap year now. So I'm going to be taking some time off. I'm going to be doing research. And to be honest, it also is nice because now I have a little bit of extra time to work on the company and really put the systems yeah. in place. We're building a team right now. And so this year has been really helpful for that. The goal was also to travel this year, but that kind of uh, yeah. took a turn <laughs> with everything going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, you know, again, with your business success, I wonder, obviously, I mean, you're so close, you know, go ahead and get your MD. (laughs) uh, But what do you imagine you're going to be doing? Yeah, that's a good question. I get that one a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. So 
right now the plan is still at the i'm definitely getting the md i am even the last year there's not that many requirements so uh-huh. fourth year of medical school is actually a lot easier than I, the first three um for the, for the most part so i only have two to three more months of like technical requirements so i'm gonna finish the md the goal is to still do residency and work on the business and grow the business at the same time i'm gonna have to figure out exactly how to do that and i'm not saying that things can't take a turn but right now that is still the goal uh, i'd like to be able to like practice clinically mm-hmm. but we'll see what happens Wow. Okay. So at some point, TikTok comes on the scene. And what, what was your first memory of, of discovering TikTok? All right. So I'll have to shout out Gary V for this one. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> like, but I got on, I know he was like talking about it, like f- loudly for a while. Um, mm-hmm. For those who follow Gary V, he was, I feel like an early adopter of recommending the platform. Um, but I was on it like maybe the first or second time you ever even mentioned it. Like I really was still on it early, mm-hmm. uh, at the time, like no, none of my f- peers were on it. No one really knew about it. I was just like putting out some content. Uh, I, I really think the people that were on it at that time were only the people that were on musically before it was bought out. Mm-hmm. And I, so I was reaching out to people like, how do you even like use this thing? I started putting out different types of content. And then I remember that I posted a video of me doing like sutures, stitches on like a practice. They're these like pads that you could do practice stitching on. Yeah. And like, it wasn't even like a good quality video. I was just like practicing tying like uh, surgical knots. And for whatever reason, this thing just took off. Like I didn't even know there were 7 million people on the platform yet. And it got 7 million views. So that was yeah. like a, that was the first like viral moment of my life, actually, I'd say. And I went from, I guess, like 4,000 followers to like 40 it, very fast. Um, but it was still not, like, not mainstream. So at that point, I wasn't really using it to sell. I don't think my like target audience was there yet, but I was building yeah. up this like following that I think then I had a lot of credibility when people started moving over to the app that I was able to like keep the ball rolling. Okay, so I need to give some perspective here. Correct me if I'm wrong, but your very first TikTok, I think, was July 27th of last year. So it's just over a year on TikTok, yeah. and you yeah. got a million likes. Yep, that's that's correct. Actually, it's so funny. I was just doing a live yesterday, and one of the first ever like TikTok influencers, I guess you you could say, was on that live, and she was responding to me saying it was exactly a year ago when you reached out to me asking how to grow on on tiktok oh i was like oh wow gosh so yeah yeah and it's you know it's kind of funny when you find someone who's who's doing well on a social media platform you go back to like their original stuff and you see like these you know you're just kind of cranking along you got you know few thousand um plays now uh but then you have a few of these that what's what is um which which one has the most number of views? And so it's going to be that stitching one that I talked about, which is oh, going to be way that. back. It's going to be like seven point something million. Um, oh my goodness. It's way back. But we just had one. What the crazy thing about TikTok is you could chug along putting out content, getting like, you know, five to 10,000 views. And then just recently, like I did one that 
got half a million views and that uh-huh. that was like a couple if you look at the one with the notes i was like commenting i was actually duetting someone else's video and it got half a million views yeah um, and I'm, I'm like talking about study strategies and how to take better notes in class and mm-hmm. i was at like eighty five thousand like last week so that one video skyrocketed me the extra fifteen thousand people and that's also prospective clients that are then going to come in and be able to follow me for, well, we'll see if TikTok goes away, but if it doesn't for a while, we'll see if I can transfer them over to other platforms. And so the organic reach there is pretty impressive. And just the ability to convert, like I, even though I had good organic reach at first, I didn't think I'd be able to convert. And now I'm seeing that I'm actually getting sales, like making, I don't know, there was like a month where I I think maybe like $30,000 in sales came in from TikTok. And I was like, Really? Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, and that was my question is, um, you know, any tips that you've learned along the way uh, for getting people from TikTok to say, okay, I'll click into this other world onto a website or whatever it is. Like, what have you learned, uh, you know, in in that process? Because obviously I'm sure you've tried some things like, no, that didn't work. (laughs) Yeah. I think that it's you first need to still build trust with the person. Like they're not going to come mm-hmm. in. I've noticed like people won't come in really and watch one of my videos, follow me and then be converting on the funnel. It's the ones that have been like, Oh, I've been watching, especially, and I'll ask them on the sales calls when I do. Um, well, I don't really do many of the calls anymore, but when I was doing them, like people, I would say like, where'd you find me? And they're usually reluctantly <laughs> will admit if they don't answer at first, I know it's from TikTok Cause <laughs> a lot of times these students, that are like 18 to 22 don't want to admit that they found me from TikTok. I think now yeah. it's a little bit more mainstream, but, um, and I would ask like, how long have you been following? And they said like, it usually would be a couple weeks, a month. And so I think you have to go in knowing like the conversion might not be right away, but if you continue to put out good content and then get that trust, then every once in a while, when you, when you plug whatever you're like, I, I have a book, um, that's written for pre-med students that I'll plug mm. every once. I don't do it often, but I'll do it. Then that starts the funnel. Um, and so I think once it's people that sometimes you'll get one that just converts immediately, but I think overall it's going to be, um, continuing to build trust with the audience, be authentic. And then that's how you make the actual conversions from like an app like that. Yeah. Uh, what, what's the most successful TikTok video that you've done that, that has, um, I, I was like led to the most number of conversions. And do you recall like what you said or did? It's hard to get like tracking on, on like, cause right yeah. now I'm getting views from so many videos at the same time uh, that, yeah. cause like, uh, you'll see like some of the videos like right now don't have that, like on the top don't of my page, don't have that many views, but there's right. tons of videos that are constantly get like being shown, which I think might be unique to TikTok. I'm not, I guess YouTube does that yeah, too. Yeah, it like, seems like a really different algorithm than say like Facebook or Twitter or any of them really, for that matter. You're only going to see what's been posted in the past 24 hours. Exactly. Like sometimes I'll get an influx of followers, like a thousand, two thousand, I'll be like, where is this coming from? None of these videos mm-hmm. I posted out recently are doing well. And then I'll like scroll back. I'll see this one video just gain like another 10,000 views. And that's yeah. why. So it's hard to always see. I think it's usually the ones that I'll do, um, I'll, I'll talk something that's much more like related to actual pre-med or the target audience. And then Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll plug the book. I'll be like, check out my, if you're, you feel like you're a struggling student, 
and you want help with this, like I have a free ebook for you. Um, check it out in the link in my bio. What do you imagine the the rule is between being self-promotional and you got to be entertaining for TikTok? Where where do you think that line is? That's a good question. I think in the beginning, I wouldn't be that self-promotional at all. Right Now, um, more recently, I just started doing something that I made like a little clip that is going to plug the book at the end of a majority of my TikTok videos. But that way they get it's not the, the video itself is not a promotion. They get the TikTok like entertaining 15 to 20 second clip. And then at the end is the plug. So if, mm-hmm. I think that's a little, it's not right in your face. Like there are some videos that I've, the entire video is the promotion. And I think those don't always do as well. I think it's important to slip one of those, like a act, just a shameless plug every once in a while, if you feel like you're providing enough value. But I think mm-hmm. sometimes I go off of intuition of like, do I feel like I've been providing a lot of value or do I yeah. feel like I've just been plugging myself? Mm-hmm. And I actually think some more often than not, I feel like I'll, I'll plug myself and then I'll be like, and I'll get sales or whatever, or whatever. And I'll be like, why have I not been doing this more? But then I, I also try to balance that with, well, maybe the reason it worked so well this one time is because I haven't been doing it so much on the front end. Yeah. Uh, and so, um, you know, then, uh, you know, having an offer, obviously having a really easy offer for people to say, oh, well, I'll do that. Like, what's the first, and, and maybe you already mentioned this. So what, what's kind of that first step? You, uh, you said you, you had an ebook. Is mm-hmm. that generally what you give away? Yeah, that's like the the lead magnet, you would call mm-hmm. it. It's an ebook. It provides a ton of value. It's not like it's not like just a fluff book to get their email address. Like it actually provides value. And a lot of times, let's say someone can't use my service or they don't they can't afford it or whatever it is, I feel like happy knowing they'll be like, Oh, did you check out the ebook? That's still gonna like really help you a lot. Um so mm-hmm. that's the lead mag. And then usually the way it works is it if you want to hear like the how the funnel goes is it'll go from that into Facebook messenger. That's actually where they'll get the book. And then I do Mm -hmm. a conversation, like a texting conversation, basically, or messaging in Facebook messenger, see like kind of assess where they are as a prospect, if they actually need help. And then I would go into more details about the program, then go to a strategy call. And then from there uh, to a close. Right. So it's pretty streamlined as a, as a process. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you go from here then business wise? Like in general or in terms of the sales? Yeah. Yeah. What are your goals? What are the, what are the next 12 months hold for you? Hopefully TikTok, as of when we're recording this, there's a lot of like TikToks in the news, you know, about, yeah, we'll we'll see if that gets down. There's no way. I mean, I don't think it will be. There's no way. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I agree. I, I don't think it will be. I think it'll be bought out or, yeah. but we'll see if it, if it goes away, like, I'll adapt to whatever it is. I've been trying to dabble with Instagram reels, which just came out, but I don't really like it that much, but hopefully they'll improve upon it. Um, In terms of business goals, I definitely want to continue to expand the program, make sure that it offers everything and anything that a student would ever need. I think we're pretty close to that, but we're still, you know, we, we run as a startup versus like a lot of these big, corporations that have like millions of dollars behind their R and don't have that. So there's mm-hmm. a lot of, a lot of sweat equity that goes into building the products and services, but I am starting to bring on other people and, and expand on that. So continue growing the team. I think we, I mean, we went from like two or three to 15 
over the last like four to five months. Wow. Um, so What's everybody been, doing? What? So, yeah, so we have, we have now a sales team where we have three or four people either doing, helping me with like the chat conversations or sales calls. Mm-hmm. I'm not really taking that many sales calls myself anymore. Then yeah. I have um, to make sure every student is getting like the highest quality service. We, I have now four, I think four other coaches that are top medical students. A lot of them are at like Ivy league med schools um, or some, stu- a lot of students are in pre-med are non-traditional, which means they didn't know they always wanted to be a doctor. So they, you know, did something else for four to five years and then uh, sweat made the switch. So we have a one coach that did exactly that. So they he can really relate with them. So we have like a whole team there and then we have marketing. And then I have one person on social, helping me with social media. Eventually I'd like to grow that team so that it's less, I could just make the content and then I could have a team in post-production. Yeah. Um, one, one other question back on TikTok. I, I forgot to ask this. Um, I saw you had a blue check mark next to your name on TikTok. Is, mm-hmm. Does TikTok kind of do verification like Instagram and Twitter and all that? They do. Yeah. So that was the first verification I've gotten. Um, I kind of, I advocated for myself to get it actually. So I was clearly getting a decent amount of followers and mm-hmm. TikTok had reached out to me a couple times to be a part of their creative learning fund, which is going to mm-hmm. be this, they really want to push educational content. I think coming mm-hmm. up, I'm not sure. Um, when this would be released, but they're going to have some sort of like feed that's specifically for like learning and education. So they're putting a lot of money behind that. And so I was asked to be a part of that uh, fund or like whatever it was called. Like it was kind of like a launch where they had all these creators doing lots of educational content and now they're doing a round two and they asked me to be a part of the round two. And I was like, well, I, I, I said that I'd love to do it, but I was like, you reached out to me a couple of times for this here are also publications I've been in for my company. So I have a couple of features in like Yahoo Finance, Forbes, et cetera. Yeah. I, I was like, here's the content I've been putting out. I, I think uh, it would make sense maybe if I got a blue check. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, they were like, fill out this form. We'll see. We'll see. And then honestly, it was like, it was pretty fast within like 36 hours. I, wow. I had it. So, I, which was really exciting. Like it's not that big a deal, but it was, it was still exciting to me. Yeah. I don't know if it carries the same weight as it does like on Instagram or maybe Twitter or something like that. But, um, it was cool to see, like, I just kind of took the initiative and had the, I mean, I think I had the credentials, but they weren't going to go out and seek that seek. Oh, yeah. like let, this person should be verified. So I kind of had to like nudge them a little, but yeah, that's how uh-huh, that sure. happened like a week or two ago. Do you think that that, I mean, aside from just having a blue check, I wonder if that helps you with discovery as well. I think it does like when I comment and also I think when I put like when I comment on bigger accounts posts like yeah. different business people or different creators that I'd like to get in touch with it gives me a lot mm-hmm. more credibility with trying to connect right. with them than just any other person that's commenting. Yeah. Man, I'm not I'm not on TikTok as a creator but uh so I've had Twitter verified forever. I you know God help me if I could get Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> yeah. was, I, you know, as a journalist, uh, it, I don't know. You know, they. I think it just used to be easier. Um, there, it's a hundred percent harder now, oh, for sure. Geez. I'm I'm working on Instagram, but like, it, it's it's been tough. I'm I'm hoping yeah, yeah. that I can do something with uh, Reels because the Instagram Reels, which is new, so the and it's gonna it's like their TikTok competitor. Yeah. Uh, I think they want they're gonna like 
reward people that are using it at yeah. least in regards to like views and stuff like my Instagram organic reach has been pretty poor for a while. Yeah. And the only time I've seen it go up is recently when I started trying to use uh, Instagram reels is, is reels. And again, I'm, I'm showing my ignorance here, uh, which is okay. <laughs> you don't know if you don't ask, uh, I just get to do so in a public forum in front of thousands of people. Uh, what's reels? <laughs> not, not a bad place to learn. Uh, yeah. Right, right. Um, so Reels, um, is it a separate app or do you do that directly through the Instagram so app? It's within know? the Instagram app. It came out yeah. last Wednesday. And ah. it's basically, it's. I don't think the user interface is done so well. And I think that's why you don't even know it exists yet, for example. Yeah. But if you go to your stories, there'll be an, mm-hmm. op- an extra option now to make a Reel, which is essentially mm. making a TikTok. Uh, mm-hmm. but there, I think a separate app, like how IGTV has a separate app might've been a yeah. better play for them. I'm uh, interested to see because the discoverability and people even noticing that it's there is not clearly so, so good. So we'll see how, how that goes. But yeah, if you try to make a story now, instead of a story, mm-hmm. you have an option to make a reel. And then there's a whole separate feed where you could actually just watch other people's reels. The thing I'm noticing though, is the, or like, the, all the reels I'm seeing are from big influencers already, as opposed to on TikTok, you can get a video from some no-name creator and that gives them the opportunity to then, you know, make a, a career path for themselves. I'm not seeing if Instagram's going to have that same organic reach, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to play around with this. I'm going to find, see if I can find reels in, I'm like an Instagram and I still can't like, uh, oh, so no. go on, to your go stories, to go to your, like make yeah. a story. Do you normally, so if I click on your story, it's- No, it no, go to your, like, go to your own story. Yes. To make one, click add. Oh, add to your story. I had to press and hold. <laughs> All the Instagram, add. like, like regulars then, yeah. are like, man, this then guy is so incompetent. So, and then I click add to your story. Uh, okay, cool. And then it's then like, it. has a it bunch of reels. At the bottom, it should say, it'll say live oh, story. Oh, it doesn't. See, mine only says live and story. Oh, either you got to update the Instagram app or they just uh, haven't rolled uh, okay. it out to your yep. exact device yet, which would be interesting. Or uh-huh. like, I feel like they always like put it out in waves. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you for the Instagram tutorial, the Instagram Reels tutorial. I'll, <laughs> I'll have, to, have to do no some reading problem. up on this. Okay, well, Adam Nessam, thank you so much for joining us again. The website is The Premed Consultants. Dot com and you can also find Adam on TikTok. Just go see what Adam's done, how he's gotten over a million likes. Uh, you've heard the whole story. So it's Adam underscore Nessim, and that's N-E-S-S-I-M. Got the little blue check mark there. Uh, click follow here so I can keep up with uh, all your TikTok shenanigans. Uh, Adam, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much. And the one thing I'd add just for anyone uh, who's maybe wants to pursue TikTok and feels like you have to be doing silly dances and whatnot. Most of my content is me talking about medical education and studying. So you could do, you could talk about whatever you want. There's a lot of people that will probably find it interesting. And uh, so don't, don't be afraid to jump on a new social media app. It might, might do good things for your business. Awesome. Thanks, Adam. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. 
Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.